Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Kilowatt. It's fucking Sunday morning, 8.42 a.m. Surprising that I'm actually awake and alert right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did just whiz around the corner in front of a cop on my phone. Um, <laughs> fuck. No, so... I have a confession to make. I think I might be kind of a hypochondriac. I got this head cold and immediately upon finding out that the coronavirus has made it to Oregon, I was convinced that I had the coronavirus and I was like, I love you guys. Goodbye. (laughs) I'm dying. The coronavirus got me. And then suddenly I realized that maybe, uh, like everybody in my family would have been showing symptoms like the coronavirus instead of just the common head cold. So really annoying that I had that little moment of being an idiot. But yeah, I mean, it's scary. I work with the public and it, like the person was the teacher at the elementary school and rumors from the Portland Mercury fucking fear mongering assholes stated that that particular employee used trauma every day. Number one, nobody knows who the fuck that person is. Number two... Like, they're compromising their their privacy by saying shit like that. So, that's an issue. Number three, if there was an issue where that particular person had numerous contact with, like, bus operators and max operators, TriMet would have been alerted. There would have been some type of message that's been sent out because TriMet's working with the CDC and with our fucking governor to try and keep this thing under control. I saw somebody on, um, like, a Facebook group, like, posted, the person who got the coronavirus used TriMet daily, and then, like, everybody was responding to it. That was the fucking title. First of all, later on in the comments, this bitch says, oh, yeah, by the way, I got this from the Portland Mercury, and it was actually not the Portland Mercury, just the comment section. That's called, uh, that's called fear-mongering and also uh good god man why do you have to go exactly 40 it's fucking sunday cops aren't even out checking for shit like this just go good god um i still feel like shit by the way maybe that's why i'm kind of impatient anyway i'm impatient (laughs) so yeah that's called fear-mongering anytime you take Like, and we've all done it. Like, I've done it. Like, you see something that triggers you and you're like, holy shit. And then you fucking post it. And then two seconds later, you actually read the article and it's, like, from three years ago. So, not only is it being taken out of context and applied to a situation that isn't even valid, but it's also being taken out of timelines. So, you need to read the shit that you're fucking getting your info from before you start sharing with everybody. If the post that you're reposting generates fear or some type of immediate response like a trigger reaction from the public, it's probably best to know whether or not what you're saying is true or not. And I know because I've had to delete a few of my own posts. Like, we've all fucking done it. But at least own it. This bitch was like, um, actually, I was stating a fact. I said that it might not be a reputable source. And I was like, so why not just take it back then? If you know that it's not from a reputable source, what you're generating is only fear and, and panic. Why would you do that, asshole? 
And she was just like, whatever. Like, I told everybody it was possibly not reputable. And I was like, yeah, but your title doesn't say that. And half the fucking people that respond to shit, they don't even fucking read the comment section. So you've successfully generated fear and panic within a small percent of people who may or may not read through the comment section. So go fuck yourself. And I know we're probably friends, so my bad. But, like, seriously. Actually, I know we're friends. (laughs) I think she's actually kind of a nice lady, but whatever. We're taking it back. I'm fine. I'm just an asshole because I don't feel good. <coughs> Unfortunately, no, it's not the coronavirus because my test, my chest is not tight. I don't have a fucking fever. Um, and it's just been like standard, like cold symptoms, not necessarily just like severe chest and coughing. So that's good. Um, but yeah. I'm just so fucking tired. I just realized something today. So when I when I got married, I was really butthurt that one of my childhood best friends didn't come to my wedding. I remember I was like, Sierra Scott did not come to my fucking wedding. And I was so sad and so pissed. And then I realized, because I was thinking about like crazy relationships, like relationships that make you go crazy. And I was like, man, like I've seen some bitches do some crazy shit. Like fucking right before I got home there was a story about how Sierra threw herself on the front of Jared's fucking car when he tried to leave after they got in a fight and I thought about it and I was like I would so I would do that shit I'm the bitch that would fucking do that so the fact that she did it when we grew up together made me laugh and I was like yup represent <laughs> and then I thought about her and I was like why didn't she come to my wedding like then I considered Jared and I thought about Jared's wife Christy And while she's a lovely woman, I figured out that I was kind of being used as a pawn uh, with Christy. And as much as I love her, I know she may or may not have been like a very genuine friend because she showed up to my bachelorette party. All of which I thought was really weird because they know that my childhood best friend is Sierra, right? But she made it a point to definitely be at my bachelorette party. And I was like, huh, we don't usually ever hang out. It's pretty rare. You don't usually write me or call me or text me. But you're extremely insecure about this chick, Sierra, which I don't blame you for because your dude left you for her probably once. I, I mean, like, shit happens, okay? You fuck up. You leave a relationship that was good for you for one that's crazy. And then you realize that you want the good relationship that you've always loved and, and you go back to that. When that happens, the person that you're with now has the total fucking inferiority complex and is completely insecure of one particular person valid totally valid absolutely nowhere in space or time is that considered invalid okay any person that's gone through something like that has a right to be very insecure of that one person so in this same space and time my childhood best friend sierra was married to a friend of ours named jared and when they first split up uh, Sierra just kind of wanted to distance herself and didn't want drama. And I divulged information to my boyfriend at the time who I trusted and he betrayed me and gave Jared the information to get to Sierra. And that was probably the first wedge in our relationship. And then fast forward to my bachelorette party and fast forward to fucking karaoke nights and stuff. I didn't even fucking occur to me. I mean, that's how like just oblivious to shit I was like I went on this big tangent about how my child you know my childhood best friend didn't come to my fucking wedding but like what some bitch at a fucking wedding who does not know me called me a whore and her fucking 
her mutual friends and my friends who considered themselves to be my siblings stood by her side and at that point I was like fuck you guys I'm out I'll never talk to you again and then I made this long podcast about how I would never be that disloyal except for rewind circa 2007 to 2013 I didn't quite understand that by being friends with Jared and Christy because they were friends with Brent that I was sacrificing a childhood friendship just simply by being part of that group. And I should have considered that. I should have. But it just didn't register because when she would get in relationships, like, she gets all in and invested. And then I never fucking hear from her again. And so, meanwhile, I got this fucking lovely childhood best friend who ghosts the fuck out of me. And then, like, this fun group of friends that always want to hang out and do, like, campfires and shit. Now, where's the lure for Christy to invite me to fucking campfires and shit? Knowing that I'm childhood best friends with Sierra, and as long as she keeps me close, Sierra stays far away because that is one of those loyalty factors that I wasn't looking at. So the hypocrisy of my decision to disfriend these two people um, centered around the fact that they remain loyal to somebody who betrayed me. And now, granted, Sierra... uh, technically was the one that betrayed Christy from the beginning okay she went after Christy's boyfriend even though they grew up together Christy and Jared were dating first so that is not like an accurate statement of saying that initially Christy betrayed Sierra it wasn't that it was just that there was this riff and the loyalties where the chips fall when it comes to that is who was friends with who first and then if I look back at it I'm at the Zemmalds in 2007 or 2008, and they were friends with that fucking stupid-ass bitch that called me a whore at her wedding uh, when they were all kids. So I I now have no ground to sit and talk about loyalty of friends because I wasn't a loyal friend, which is super fun to come to the conclusion on a fucking Sunday morning where I feel like shit. But I wanted to own it because it just hit me and I was like, God damn it. Like now I'm just a big hypocrite. So, I mean, there's that. But I thought it was important to mention that because I think that we all have our own pleas in the dramas around us and we may or may not realize it. Um, But once we do, it's important to own our shit. So here I am owning my shit. No, it's not easy like Sunday morning. It's actually kind of a pain in the ass. So, to Sierra, I'm really fucking sorry. I don't even know if you listen to my shit or not, but whatever. It's out there. To Christy, I'm sorry that I fucking didn't factor that in and got as close to you as I did. I think you're a good human. I just, I should have remained loyal and true and I fucked up. So, my bad. I'm sorry I put you in a position where you could utilize that friendship to gain access to feeling more secure about something that is a deep insecurity and understandably so. So, Fuck me. I'm sorry I'm a dick. But as I said to my friend earlier this week, LFC knows the first step in consciously being awoke as fuck is acknowledging that you're the asshole. So, you guys. (laughs) Kilowatt is acknowledging she's asshole. Also, I'm a bit of a hypochondriac, which is hilarious. I think there was actually one time where I was like fucking way convinced I had a brain tumor. 
And then, like, a few other times I thought I had, like, skin cancer. Like, honestly, really. Like, when I was little, this has been a lifelong plague. Okay? Like, I've been plagued by thoughts of, like, paranoia since I was a child of death. I remember my mom had to get me to, like, I thought for sure I had AIDS for some reason because I, like, made out with a girl. (laughs) Fuck everything. Um, And so my mom had to, like, convince me (coughs) that, like no actually you were just playing with your friend who was really confused about her own stuff and that doesn't make you gay it just means that you were curious and exploring and then she was like also um you can't get AIDS from just making out with someone I was like yeah but like we totally made out and she was like yeah so what well she made me um do this little mon mantra where it was like uh by the time I die, pigs will fly. And I remember, like, actually repeating that to myself because I was so afraid of death as a kid, which is really telling. I mean, really, it's so telling. So to be afraid of death, but to be afraid of living. Wow. Hypocrisy is everywhere. But yeah, there's that fun. Fun fact, you guys. I made out with a chick, which is not, like, a big deal, but I was, like, I don't know, eight. That was a big deal. And I think it had a lot to do with maybe the fact that her, there was something going on with that little girl. My mom like immediately cut ties. Like she was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're like making out with my little girl. Like what the fuck? You're a little girl. Stop it. And so I had a friend who's, um, her family is really associated with the foster care system. Like they've fostered a lot of kids And one of the main things she said is that kids who've been abused have a tendency to mimic inappropriate behavior with other children. So it's important to watch your kids around kids who've got issues. So it's very, it's very well possible or likely that that little girl had been through something and was just recreating that with me and just confused me, you know, in totality. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. like, what are we doing? (laughs) And then I was like really butthurt about the whole thing because I didn't understand it. And it just confused me. And so I was just like in my head for a couple years after that because it fucked with my brain. Thankfully, we didn't do anything else. But man. So yeah, there's my complicated ass life. Hello. By the time I die, pigs will fly, motherfuckers. I'm not going to get the coronavirus. I'm on my way into work right now. Fucking first day of sign up. I love this first day. I love the first day of sign up because it's like the first day of school. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why first day of sign up you walk into the garage you get to look around see who your bitches are who's the fucking crew you're gonna be mobbing with for three months station agents spotters fucking mechanics everybody cleaning staff on duty what the fuck up hi managers road soups rail soups like everything dispatch what up boo i'm gonna check in i'm gonna wish them a happy first day of sign up and then i'm gonna fucking mob the 33 like I do best because I only get it one day a week you guys the rest will be on line 14 and sign up so keep that in mind know that uh, I'm not gonna die of the coronavirus yes I'm an asshole Sierra I'm so sorry Christy I'm sorry I didn't mean to hopefully I didn't make you guys like butt heads at all I didn't that was not my aim I really didn't mean to <sighs> encourage that weird Anyway, I just, I figured it out today as I was, like, fucking brushing my teeth and combing my hair. Um, what else? I told you about making out with a chick at eight. That was great. Also, conversation with my friend LFC earlier this week. I know for a fact I can't be a lesbian because I did have a dream that I was going to do that, and I couldn't fucking bring myself to do it because it just isn't for me. 
And that's, that's, that was comforting because I think ever since I was eight, I was confused about that. And then I think a few years ago when I had that dream, I was like, yo, <laughs> fuck yeah, at least now I know it. I know what I'm firm in. Anyway. But yeah, imagine going like the first part of your life a little confused about that. That was really weird. Uh, I'm not going to have time to go to, well, maybe. I got time for McDonald's. Fuck it. I'm getting a sandwich. Meep, meep, meep. All right, I'm going to stop being a weird-ass fucking chatterbox. I love you guys. Have a great day. Bye. How do I... Hold on. This is where I need to figure out how to do this thing called my phone. Oh, there we go. Okay, bye.